From Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN and from Studio HD in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Celtics went out and beat the snot out of the Miami Heat in game five. And now the question is, has all the pressure shifted to Florida? It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry, the most important question i got to ask you, though, like, you, there's been a week of clean eating, right? Harry Douglas has cleaned up his eating, which would, all, all Harry has to do is say, I'm going to eat cleaner. And he loses like 18% body fat and suddenly, bang, he looks like bang, 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 bang. Like, I get it. Uh, the two o'clock hour on Fridays is usually your snacking hour. What's the snacking hour plan for Harry Douglas? Like, we got carrots. We got like, bro, Harry Douglas is drinking a water? A water? Harry Douglas yep. has a water? Yep. I had to put this water inside my body, fits because as soon as I'm done with the show today, I have to rush and go um, to my daughter's uh, seventh birthday party. So I said, since I'm going to be moving kind of fast and swiftly, I need to drink multiple water bottles. So I have two more sitting down here beside me, and I'm going to complete those before the show is over. Look at that. See, like that's why I tinkle so much, because I'm drinking all this water to be healthy. Are you going to have cake and ice cream at the uh, cake and ice cream at the No, 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 I'm not. No cake and ice cream. Devin Devin and Evan are very upset about the water. No, I just have a a semantics question. Harry says, I'm going to complete these waters. Who who says it like that? You know, I'm going to finish these waters? I've just never heard it like that before, Harry. Complete these waters? I I knew knew where he was going with it. (laughs) You complete me. Are you you bullying me? No, no, no. No, I'm just genuinely... Do you always say that when you're about to drink water? Like, I feel like... No, it just just felt good for the moment. At the time, it felt... felt, Respect. I had to say it that way. I'm I'm curious, Devin. Maybe it's just that's what real athletes say when they finish their that's waters. What, listen, nobody on this show would know. I didn't say. To... I didn't say it, Dev. No, I didn't no, say I, it. Listen, I mean, I know Dev, Fitz does have a point. I mean, De- I know Dev played <laughs> AAU basketball in third grade, and he likes to tell us all that that means he still got moves. But you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just. Maybe that's what athletes say. Hey, Fitz, the Raiders are going to suck this. Oh year. my God, this is. You know what? This show. Wow. This show. Wow! God. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Danny he Jones low blow, he low blowed you out right, of, you know out of nowhere. I cannot wait to the first Monday of football season unless the Raiders lose, in which case I'm taking that Monday off. Uh, Fitz and Harry, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Uh, the Heat took last night off. That that's the best way I can describe what I saw because from the outset. So let me let me paint a picture here. You know, mostly because I want to humble brag about being out with famous friends. I was out last night, a place in West Hartford called World of Beer, sitting at World of Beer with Field Yates, Gary Streisky, Randy Scott, like all these famous people around me. We're sitting there at World of Beer. And, and Field is a big Celtics fan. Randy's a big Celtics fan, right? And, like, everybody's trying to have table talk. You know how that works, like table talk going. And all of a sudden, in the middle of thoughts, the minute the game start, started, all you saw was, like, the little Grinch grin on Harry's face and on Randy's – or not your Harry – on Field's face and on Randy's face. You see the Grinch grin. Like, it went ear to ear because they were watching the Celtics just go out and do to the Heat what the Heat had been doing to the Celtics. It was an effort thing. Like, that's the most stunning part is not that Boston hit their shot. It, it's that Miami effort wasn't there. Defensively, offensively, the aggressiveness wasn't there. It looked like they were mailing it in, Harry. I would say this. I won't say that the, the Miami Heat didn't go out there and try. Um, they definitely didn't play up to their capabilities. They definitely missed Gabe Vincent. And they didn't match the intensity or have better intensity than the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics came into that game five last night playing like their backs were against the wall, 
playing like they had nothing to lose, but they did have something to lose. So that's why they went out there and great, gave the great effort that they did. For the Miami Heat, I thought they went out there and actually played like, okay, if we don't get this one, we have another game to try to get it in. And I don't think and I don't think you you can have that mindset though. I think you're a thousand percent right. There are just how many times have whether it's you or whether it's Swagoo, like how many times have we had people say, "Man, some nights you just don't have it." As a professional athlete, and it's like nights, that sometimes. You just you want to have it, you want to manufacture it. Sometimes you just don't have it. That's what I felt like last night. And now the question, because as you mentioned, the Celtics needed it. Jason Tatum after the game said this about who the pressure is on now. Pressure on them, right? We down 3-0. Nobody thought we should, you know, we was gonna win. So we playing free, playing confident. Um, you know, we ready to go down Miami. I mean, he says the pressure's on them. But 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 here's the thing though. Why why can't you play free or whatnot when the series isn't 3-0? And why do you feel the need if you're Jason Tatum down 3-2 to say out loud that now the pressure is on them? That's for us to say, Fitz. You're trying to make him feel some kind of way, but that's not going to work for Jimmy Butler. Like, Jimmy Butler is not – there is nothing Jason Tatum's going to say that's going to get in Jimmy Butler's head, right? Like, no. Jimmy Butler doesn't care. And and you could hear that because this is Jimmy Butler after the game talking about why he thinks game six will be different. Because the last two games are not who we are. It, it just happened um, to be that way. And we stopped playing defense halfway because we, we didn't make shots that we want to make. But that's easy correctable. We just got to come out and play harder from jump. So, like I always say, um, it's going to be all smiles. We're going to keep it very, very, very consistent, knowing that we are going to win the next game. Oh. I mean, Ooh. isn't that consistent to the way Jimmy's talked this whole series, though? And, and, and see, I, I love the fact that we do have the banter between the two teams. Uh, but but I'll say this for Jason Tatum, if you're going to say that the pressure is on the Heat, in which I think it is, in which I think it is, because the Heat were, they were up 3-0 in this series and they lost the last two. Why not just say we're about to go down to Miami and win game six? Why not just say that if you're Jason Tatum? I mean, I think it, you're right. And I also think Fitz and Harry, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, there's some element here of while we may say pressure is on Miami – I'm not sure they feel it the same way because how often are we all going to say, you don't want to go back to Boston? If I'm Miami, I don't give a damn if I have to go back to Boston. Yeah, you just beat me in Boston. That makes the record in this series, Miami two wins in Boston, Boston one win in Boston. Like If you're Miami, you've gone into the Garden and you've won twice. So why are you going to sit here and suddenly be scared of the moment? Like There is nothing about Jimmy Butler that has ever looked scared of any moment. There's never been any sort of a level of lack of communication, lack of belief, lack of whatever. That it factor is Spo. Eric Spolster, the head coach of Miami. Uh, he's been in a million of these situations. Yes, this hasn't gone the last two games, game and a half, I would argue, haven't gone the way they expected them to go. But if I had to ask you right now, throughout the course of this entire series, not just one game, this entire series, who's been the better coach? Who's been the more consistent team? Who's been the star player that you believe in more? Yes, there has been a different answer for the last six quarters, but that doesn't change the totality of what we've seen through five full games to me. But I will say this, though. I still believe, and the, the Miami Heat players and, and the people in their organization might not feel this way, but I feel after losing two in a row and seeing how the Boston Celtics have played the last six quarters, forget where it happened at, how they've played the last six quarters – I think, yes, there is some pressure now on the Miami Heat to go ahead and complete this and get it done. 
versus trying to get it done in a game seven. Yeah, I think if the if it ends up in a game seven, and we'll be you know doing radio Monday if it ends up in a game oh, we, seven. We coin flipping if, in. If, if it ends up in a game seven, I would argue that you're Miami. You're thinking, my God, we can't be the first team ever mm-hmm. to lose when we're up three nothing. I believe that's real. And for this game six, you're Miami. You're going home. Right, you're going back to the place that you know. You're going to a place where you felt like through half of the last game in Miami, you were in control. Things went wrong in the second half. You have a chance to recalibrate. You've got Jimmy Butler. Bam Adebayo was more like you know Bam Bam from the Flintstones than Bam Bam Bigelow. Like Bam Bam, Bam Adebayo was just invisible. It was like a child in this game. I don't think we're going to see that lack of effort. I think I don't think we're going to see that lack of punch. And I think Jimmy Butler specifically is going to set a tone from the outset of Game Six. Let's see if the Celtics can punch back when they're punched first because we still don't know the answer to that. I think what else could be motivating, you know, for the Miami Heat players, you know, you're up in Boston, the weather may be a little different or whatnot. You get down to Miami, it's always sundress season. <laughs> it's always sundress season. Mm-hmm. You're, up, you're up there in Boston, you're like, ah, oh, man, let me get down home. You go walk around, go to the store, get your bite to eat. You see sundresses everywhere. You mm-hmm. see people in bathing suits everywhere. I, I mean, I do. The vibe might be different. I found myself wondering if they went out in Miami before they flew up to Boston because let me tell you, it, it looked like they were it looked like they were slow in the beginning of the game, the Heat were, and we're not used hey, to seeing it. Hey, shout them. out to sundress season, too. So Can't forget that. That's the great, it is Love Friday. Harry Douglas with the great motivator. It's, it is. You are right about that. I've said this a couple of times. I'll say it again. Jimmy Butler had less than half the number of drives in that game that he's had any other game in this playoff series. And he's averaging throughout the course of the playoffs. Jimmy Butler can and I believe will be more aggressive. By being more aggressive, it will set a more aggressive tone. What we don't know right now is if that will work. But what we also don't know is can the Celtics handle it when they are the ones that are taking the aggression. And I don't know that. I don't know if the Celtics can win a close game. I don't know if the Celtics can get that done. We'll keep breaking it down, obviously, but we had huge breaking news in the NFL today, and it impacts one quarterback's entire future in the league. We'll tell you about it next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. By the way, you wouldn't have that problem if you tried the Q candles. Oh, man. I told you that company Q sent me some candles with their, like, open wick technology. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure what to expect because I've been such a Bath and Body Works, like, always a Bath and Body Works guy. I was I was very nervous. felt like I was cheating on Bath and Body Works. Lit up that Q candle. Oh! 
I, I'm waiting though. Like, here's the thing. Like, you, you got to earn that, right? You know, got to earn that that candle move. So, like, I've been letting it burn all the way through, like, to see like how's it smell when it's like reached 50, 60 hours. Because you know me, like, I get home, bam, like Annabelle's got to make sure that house smells fresh. Like, I get That's home, right. I, I I light three candles every day when I get home, one in each section of the house, like, so that everything. And I'm telling you, these, I, I am, I am wildly impressed with these. I'm like, I'm, a, I'll get you some cute candles. Yeah, I might have to get some of those. Uh, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a candle man just yeah, like you are, boss. And because of the wick that they use, it doesn't smoke up the same way. So maybe we could get away with bringing oh, those into studio. I'm just saying. Yes, and oh. maybe I won't get a letter or email from the boss this only, time. Only one way to... Well, if you do, you just tell them you don't check your email, and then... Uh, well, no, I hardly uh, ever check my emails anyway. That is fact. Uh, Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. The big news today, DeAndre Hopkins has been released by the Cardinals. Now, I want to stress to everybody that they still have until 4 p.m. Eastern for that move to become official. So if somebody wanted to swoop in at the last second, try and make a trade, they could if they wanted to take on his number as it is in the salary. Uh, but instead, he'll likely hit the open market in less than two hours with that announcement that he's been cut. And frankly, let's be honest, Harry. I think we are seeing the most blatant tanking we have ever seen from any NFL team in history right now. This isn't one of those moments that a coach comes back years from now and says, I don't want to do this. I didn't want to be a part of it. The organization made me the way the Dolphins did. This is flat out the Cardinals hiring a new head coach, that head coach coming into the room and saying, he's our best player. We don't need him because we know we're not going to have Kyler Murray for most of this regular season. We're just going to go ahead and be terrible all year long. Like the Cardinals could have tried to been aggressive this year for a quarterback. They didn't because I think they know like you and I know like everybody knows that next year Caleb Williams is that type of guy that people think can be Mahomesian so they are going to outright brutally tank we are going to watch the worst year of football we've ever intentionally seen from this Cardinals team in this season well that's why if you're Kyler Murray there should be some concern concern from a financial standpoint no but concern in which you're probably not going to be the quarterback of this team in the future. That's why you have to start changing some of your ways and things that you have done uh, poorly in the past for your future. Because there's no telling where you're going to end up and be. And I do believe that the Arizona Cardinals will have the number one or number two draft pick in the 2024 NFL draft. When you have a new head coach come in, you have a new GM comes in, a new regime is now there. They don't have any ties to you on top of you're not going to be able to play this football season until the latter part of the year. To late in the season, right? So they're going to be going out there with Colt McCoy. Clayton Toon's probably going to get some snaps at some point to see if he can be a valuable backup of the future. So if you're if you're Kyler Murray, it's time to start getting your act together and auditioning uh, the new version of Kyler Murray for your new team that you're probably going to be on because if you're the Arizona Cardinals, it's no inhale if you have an opportunity to draft Caleb Williams or Drake May and reset everything in your organization from that position and you pass up on it. Yeah, by the way, I don't think there's a chance Kyler Murray's going to see a game this year. I just don't. I, I, don't, I feel the same way. There's I feel no the same way. way. They don't want to take the chance that he comes in, plays well enough, wins a game. Let me be so blunt about this. Lovey Smith, we saw, got Woo! fired. He got fired for winning a game at the end of the year because it cost the Texans the chance at the, the number one overall pick. That, oh, oh but, but, but stop right there. The same Texans that moved had to had to move up. Mm-hmm. The same Texans that had to excuse me. Did they move? Up? Yeah, they moved up in the Arizona spot at number three to yep. make sure that they drafted 
Will Anderson Jr. Yeah, and this is this all got complicated because they didn't have the first overall pick, right? Yep. Now you look at it and say, next year, because you're right, Drake May looks like a very good prospect. But when I say there's a moat, there's a river, there's an ocean between the way Drake May right now is seen and Caleb Williams. In fact, Mike Tannen, Mommy ESPN NFL front office insider, was on with us earlier. I asked him flat out, would you suck? If you ran the Cardinals, would you suck so that you could get Caleb Williams? If I was there for the next five years, I think Caleb Williams would be a great player. I think Drake Bay has a chance to be really good. Um, taking nothing away from Kyle Murray, but boy, I'd, uh, I would love to have Kyle, Caleb Williams as my quarterback for the next five to ten years. The the way we're talking about it, like even think about what he said. Caleb Williams looks like a great player. I think Drake May is going to be good too. I, I, this is very simple. Teams are going to be racing over each other to get the top overall pick. I don't remember the last time we were talking about a first overall pick in this tone. The last time I can think of was Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning. That's the way we're talking about Caleb Williams right now. I think you are going to watch a bunch of teams in December look around and just start shutting guys down all over the place saying, you know what? Oh, man, it's a, it's a hamstring. It's a calf. It's a toe. It's a anything to get us closer to that first overall pick. And I think when you look at the Arizona Cardinals, they have their first rounder as well as Houston's first rounder, as well as Houston's third rounder on top of their third rounder. And I think there's more teams involved in trades that happened during this year's draft, which draft capital they will have in 2024 as well. Yeah, the interesting thing too, though, is for all of the equity you can have, because you're right, there are, there are a handful of teams that have multiple picks next year in the first round of the draft. You can have all the equity in the world. I don't think anybody's walking off of that first spot. Right, like this yep. year, the Bears had the first overall pick because of the way everything went down at the end of the year. They have Justin Fields; they weren't going to take a quarterback. I don't think there's a team that would pick first overall that wouldn't take Caleb Williams. I just, I, I can't see it. So in my mind, if you're Kyler Murray right now, what you're trying to do is make sure that you change the way other teams see you just by being around and making sure you're changing the conversation because you're going to be playing somewhere else next year. And when you're playing somewhere else next year, Caleb is like, it, it, it doesn't matter who finishes with the first overall pick. I don't care if it's the Raiders. I don't care if it's the Texans. I don't care. Like, I don't care who it is. If you have a shot at Caleb Williams, he's better than your guy if you're picking first overall. Well, that's the thing, Fitz. And I think you look at the NFL and you look at teams who can possibly be competing for that spot, I think is the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to go to as well. Who else can I say in that spot? Right now, the the projections... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So those are three teams right there. Even if it's the first two picks, I don't think any one of those teams are getting rid of those picks. If you base it on the Super Bowl odds right now, uh, if you went based on Super Bowl odds, the first pick would be Arizona. The Mm -hmm. second pick would be Arizona from Houston based on this year's draft. (laughs) The third pick would be Indianapolis. The fourth pick would be the Titans. And the fifth pick would be the Chicago Bears from Carolina. You start looking at that... I mean, it just tells you six pick could be Atlanta. Like, all of these teams would be looking around. And I, I realize that, you know, you could say that the Bears might be. But if the Bears are, are picking high, they, they need to know the answer on Justin Fields definitively. Maybe the Colts will be happy with Anthony Richardson and not want that other piece. But Caleb Williams, if he had come out in this year's draft, Caleb Williams would have been higher ranked than any of this year's prospects. And it's not even close. So I don't care if you drafted a quarterback this year. Caleb Williams comes out next year, you're going to have to think long and hard about it. Well, it's also a decision, I think, now for the front office and the head coach of a Los Angeles Rams because you look at the future of your quarterback right now do you 
put yourself in a position where you can get one of these guys and reset things as well. Yeah, uh, if you're the Rams, you have to. I mean, Bill Barnwell had him as the second worst offseason in the entire NFL. Maybe it's all intentional. I don't know. Nobody thinks the Cardinals can go from not making the playoffs to making it in 2023, but who can? We'll answer that next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. This is Fitz and Harry's Love Friday. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. And your smart speakers, Love Friday. You know what I love about this song, Fitz? Um, this is me and my daughter's song, like, to dance to. Oh, she loves amazing. to dance with me, like, to this song. So this is one of her favorites. That's absolutely amazing. Now, That's... she probably has no idea what's being said in the song and what it means, but she loves to dance with her daddy to this song. So I got to ask you a philosophical question here about this in general. Fitz and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance on Love Fridays. I uh, recently discovered that in a few weeks, Bruno Mars is playing. And I've got, like, I won't say a buddy, but I've kept in touch over the years with this drummer who happens to also be his brother. Great dude. Great mm-hmm. dude. Uh, we met years ago at one of the award shows that the band was playing, and they were also there, and we've kept in touch over the years. So Bruno's playing, you know, a, a couple weekends from now, like about half an hour away. Bruno's playing at, like, a little place, like 8,000-seat uh, arena. You know, I, I'm just trying to figure out, like, is it weird for a guy just to go to Bruno Mars by himself? Like, do you, do nope. you, like, do you, do you go with the, like, cause I feel like I go to Bruno Mars, it's going to put me in my feels. I, it's just, no, 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 no. Okay. It, it's not weird, but I'll tell you this, because as, as a present for my wife in the past, I think I got her tickets to a Bruno Mars concert down in Miami, mm-hmm. and she said it was one of the best concerts she's seen in her life. Yeah, I mean. So, he, so it, it'll totally be worth it. He's on the the bucket list for me, and it's right by this little casino that's over there. So, like, I could, you know, I can go gamble a little bit, go to the show, then take myself to the casino. I feel like I could just have a whole, like, me date night, a mate night. Like, we're going to call that a, a meet, meet night, me date. No, I'm, no, no, I'm, like I'm, a, a one-on-one with yourself. I mean, we all know what that entails, but we're not going to get you in say, details. We know night? it's Love Friday. You, say, you said meet night? What's wrong with you? Definitely a meet night. Oh, yeah. And this yeah. is a great time to tell you, Fitz and Harry's presented by by Progressive Insurance. I'm sure they love that. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Why are you so red right now? <laughs> I can't decide if I like mate night. It's what you, a meet What you do have, on your own time with yourself is your business. Hey, yo. <laughs> you can have a meat lover's pizza. It's, oh, my God. Oh. See, Evan just took it one step too far, you know? <sighs> <sighs> All right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just stand in the back and uh, never mind. I, I like my job. All right. Let's go, to, uh, yeah, let's go to. <laughs> Get that man some cocoa butter. <laughs> Oh, I'm broken. Oh, save us with some in or out. 
What are Jason and Harry hot on? So hot. So hot. And what are they cool on? It's in or out. Are you in or out? On Fitz and Harry. All right, so here's the drill. We're going to take a look at some teams that didn't make the playoffs in 2022 and tell you if they will make the playoffs in 2023. In or out. Non-playoff teams from last year making the playoffs this year in 2023. Devin, you ready for this? All right, give us the team. The Atlanta Falcons. Devin just loves to do this for some odd independent reasons, but I'm going to go yes. I think the Atlanta Falcons, is there. they will win the NFC South. Um, I love the key additions that they made in this offseason, especially on their defense. That's a place that they were really lacking a lot of playmaking a year ago on the defensive line and also in that secondary. They totally revamped that. Also, I like the pick in Bijan Robinson. Kyle Pitts coming back. He's going to be healthy. This team lost a lot of close games last year and could have easily made the playoffs. So I'm going to go yes on the Atlanta Falcons. No. No, 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 the facts are No cocoa butter for you. You know what? I'm getting rid of the Falcons in this conversation. You can't make playoffs with Desmond Ritter. How do you like that? How do you like that? Oh, man, the troll. If the Falcons are as good as you think they're going to be this year, my God, I'm going to have a rough season with some of the things I've said about Desmond Ritter, who I loved in college, by the way. absolutely mega fan of his work at Cincinnati, and now I'm doing So you don't like him because it's my team? I just I like I think the Falcons are very good at every position but one. I can't trust their quarterback situation. I think Desmond Ritter's a great backup. Great backup. <sighs> I'm sorry, Desmond Ritter. I feel bad about that. Devin save me from from all of this. Like Harry's giving me a look of disappointment that I'm not I usually only see from Annabelle when I'm leaving the house. Okay, what, what do you got for me next? The Detroit Lions. Uh the Lions are making the playoffs, right? We agree with that. The Lions are playoff bound. This is simple. Yeah, I love the way this team finished off last year. I think they're going to continue to ride their wave. Now, every year is different, and I believe health plays a big part in it. But being able to keep their offensive coordinator, their offensive line is intact. Jared Goff, I think he's going to be better than he was a year ago. He's going to figure out how to do it on the road and not just at home. He was able to get a road win to end the year against the Green Bay Packers and kept them from the playoffs. The additions that they've made defensively in the secondary, I like the Detroit Lions. I, You know what? I'm all in on this, by the way, uh, and – I love everything about the the way the Lions have built themselves in the offseason, too. They've had a really strong offseason to yep. a team that I think, like, we just need to stop talking about who the Lions have been over the course of this year and start talking about this group, this team. By the way, they have a Monday night game this year against the Raiders, so I think we should use the Monday night football poll and get tickets to that one. I'm just trying to go to all the Raiders well, they games. also have a Thursday night football game to open the season against the Kansas City Chiefs. That lets you know what everyone in the NFL office thinks about the Detroit yeah. Lions. That's fact. That's fact. All right, Dev, what you got for us next? The Cleveland Browns. So this one's a tricky one. Fitz, I'm going to go with no at the moment, and it's all predicated off of Deshaun Watson and what he's able to get back to or become in a Browns uniform. You're so right. And, you know, I said the other day that I don't think there's a tougher team in the NFL to predict than the Miami Dolphins because it's based on Tua's health. I think the Browns are a close second in that conversation because I can't. I, I expect at some point, let's just talk about Deshaun Watson, the football player, not the uh, off-the-field stuff. For a second, I can look at Deshaun Watson and say the football player, when that rust knocks off, 
was a top five NFL quarterback, like a top five guy in the league when he plays the way Deshaun Watson can play. There's the reason that the Browns were aggressive in trading for him. The hardest part I have with the AFC is there's just a limited number of playoff spots. The Bengals are the clear-cut division champion to me. So now it becomes a, a matter of where do the Browns stack amongst the Ravens and the Jets and the Dolphins and the Chargers, all the other teams that are going to be competing to try and make the playoffs. I, I don't think the Browns will make the playoffs, but I wouldn't be stunned if they do. This is also a big year for their head coach, Kevin Stefanski. I don't think he can afford not to not to make the playoffs and have this this team not take or make progress this season. I like the offensive line. They're, they're two tight ends deep. They traded for Elijah Moore. We all know what Miles Garrett is. They have Zadarius Smith now. So the secondary is phenomenal. There's no excuse for this team, but everything is going to be decided off what the quarterback in that quarterback position is able to bring to the table this year. Totally agree with that. Dev, who do you got for us next? The New York Jets. I'm going yes. I'm going yes. They went out and got Aaron Rodgers. Um, this team could have easily made the playoffs last year if, if they had even competent quarterback play. Didn't even have to be outstanding. If a quarterback had Aaron Rodgers' numbers, they would have made the playoffs a year ago. That defense, I think, is only going to get better. So I have them making the playoffs this season and actually winning the, the division. You know I have the Bills winning the division, but I think the Jets make the playoffs. I think the Jets and the Dolphins are, are, your, are two of your wild card teams this year. So like that's why this gets tough for me because I think the Jets, the Dolphins, the Ravens are all wild card t- caliber teams that could also be Super Bowl caliber teams. I also think the Chargers belong in that conversation. So I'll say yes to the Jets. One more real quick, Deb. The Denver Broncos. Nope. Oh, hail to the no. I mean, nope, nope, nope. I think they're about two years away. Nope. The Denver Broncos are not going to make the playoffs. Sean Payton's going to have a little bit of that shine dulled uh, just because it's a tough division, and clearly they'll be battling my beloved Raiders for the bottom of the AFC West because the Chargers and the Chiefs are light years better than both of those teams. I'm confident on that. Absolutely. I think think it's only right that we finish this segment with Bruno Mars, Dale. Can you give us some more Bruno? Can can we get some more Bruno? I'm just saying, Dale. I Uh, I would love to. I deleted it from the thing. Let me see if I can get it real quick while I talk here. Oh, what Fitz talked about earlier, how DJ can mess things up mm-hmm. at times. Sometimes the DJ's got to read the room, and uh, you know, apparently <laughs> Devin didn't read the room well for us. So now we're just. Uh, try- I'm trying to get some hippity uh, Okay, for fine. some reason I don't know where the I can play a different silk song. No, oh, for some no, reason no. I don't know. Where. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, okay, Dev I mean, definitely didn't read the room. Okay, we we didn't ask you for that, Bruno Mars, but it's okay. Well, coming played. One up. game. Two legacies, what this weekend could mean for the entire future of the way we talk about two coaches in the NBA. Or more Bruno Mars, I don't know. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Read the room, ladies and gentlemen, read the room! Serious XM Gentility. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. This week on Fitz and Harry. I haven't bought a package of bacon in my life in 10 years. Easy 10 years since I bought bacon. Like, there's never a reason I'm putting bacon in anything. This is your worst take of the week, and this is the same week that you said LeBron James would be better off losing in the conference final (laughs) than the NBA final. So you love sausage? Yeah, you just give me all the sausage. I want sausage anytime I can get the sausage. Spicy sausage, Italian sausage, small sausage, big sausage, doesn't matter. I want all the sausage I can possibly get. So Evan, you was the catcher. 
Devin, Devin was the catcher catching. and Devin was Devin the pitcher. Yes. yes, Devin oh. and I, Devin and I are, we're a great oh. team. We're a great team in the control room and we're a great okay. team. We're a great battery. One. I don't even know if <laughs> you Number one. Wow. All right. Number so let me. God, it's so much fun. Now I see why Devin has fun pressing that little button. Do a lot of black people watch the hills? Because it seems like that's no. a pretty down. No, 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 no. Charles in DC chimed in off off the RTS. He said, "Yes, black people watch the hills." I order chicken breast. I don't order chicken thighs. But you say you prefer it over thighs, legs, wings, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta add that to it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I would take the breast over everything. Me else. date night, a mate night. Like we're gonna call that a, a meet meet night, me date. No, I'm, no, no. I'm, no I'm, like one on one with yourself. I mean, we this? all know what that entails, but we're not gonna get you in say, details. You say we know night? it's Love Friday. You said mate night. What's wrong with you? Definitely a meet night. Uh, what you, what you do have, on your own time with yourself is your business. Hey, yo. <laughs> you have a meat lover's pizza? It's, oh, my God. Oh. See, Evan just took it one step too far, you know? <sighs> let's Lumberjack go to, breakfast? Yeah, let's go to- <laughs> Get that man some cocoa butter. <laughs> this is Fitz and Harry's Love Friday. Contrary to popular belief, one of the most important things for Harry and I both as individuals and as a team on Fitz and Harry, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, presented by Progressive Insurance, is that we get constant feedback in coaching. We work with our bosses every week uh, to, to be the best that we can possibly be at what we do. We take our craft very seriously. So I say plainly, I hope our bosses never listen to the best of segment that leads us into the last of Friday. <laughs> like, we want y'all to listen because it's some of our best moments. I just really hope, like, there's one building at ESPN called Building 4, right? That's where all the bosses are. Like, Jimmy Patero walked. Like, there's a, there's a, you have to have a badge that opens up certain doors. Like, Building 4, if Building 4 could just avoid this show from roughly 245 to 253 every Friday Eastern time, it's probably better for our careers. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. I second that one. Oh, still going to figure out what to call a me date. Fitz and Harry, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Uh, there, look, you know I hate the legacy conversation, but there are unavoidable consequences to certain things that happen in sports, right? So you, when you watch a moment, you think, I'm watching something that will change the direction of a conversation forever. So without going to some big sweeping legacy, I will say this. There is, in my mind, some real pressure on one coach in this matchup, and it's actually not Joe Missoula because we were ready to give up on Joe Missoula. 24 hours ago, it was, will the guys fight for him? We've gotten the answer. Even when the guys don't seem to necessarily within the Celtics love each other, they still went out and played a hell of a game. The other side of this is Spolstra. Like, Spo is supposed to be and is, without question. I shouldn't say supposed to be. That's condescending. He is one of the best coaches of his era, right? You can't imagine, fathom a world where the first team ever to lose a 3-0 lead in the playoffs, 150-0 when you're up 3-0. The thought that Spo has now lost two opportunities to clinch, which is not what usually happens, could lose a third opportunity if things don't go better. Like These are the sorts of things that will be included in his conversation forever. I, I think there is sneaky pressure on Spolster to figure out how to handle this ball movement and how to get more out of his team, even with injuries, Harry. And I think when you when you you think about the phrase changing the narrative, I don't think it necessarily pertains to Spostra. Um, now it's something that would be talked about on and on again, probably forever, if the Boston Celtics come down from being uh, down from three zero and come back and win this series and goes to the NBA Finals. Lo and behold, they go and win one. But I think for Joe Mazzulla, 
if they can do this and complete this task and go on to win an NBA Finals, you talk about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde of what we were speaking about, Joe Mazzula, and also probably what the front office was probably thinking at some point because it had to be in the back of their minds. Man, did we make the right decisions? Do we need to get someone else? If the Boston Celtics can force a Game 7, win that, go on to win an NBA Finals, that changed the entire narrative on Joe Missoula. Yeah, I mean, I think even just winning this series does that. Like, Missoula, the, there are plenty of question marks about what the Celtics are doing strategically. But this is also part of why, like, let's be real. And by the way, Eastern Conference Finals Game 6 Celtics at Heat coverage begins Saturday. That's tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. Uh, let, let's be real. This is part of why, as much as what we say gets clipped off and used in 30-second or two-minute soundbites, the one thing I keep saying is that it's not just about the outcome for Game 6 for either side. It's about the eye test of it, like the context of it. If the Heat get run out of the building and can't handle the ball movement and still look like they're tired and don't look like they have any answer towards it and they're not shooting well and all of a sudden the Celtics are shooting great, that's going to make us feel one kind of way going into Game 7, and it should. If the Celtics go out and absolutely lay an egg where they're backbiting and like everybody seems to be fighting with everybody else, nobody trusts anybody else, they disappear, they can't shoot, their stars are arguing with each other, we're going to have these Missoula's conversations. Like That's the hardest part about this is that realistically, at some point at the end of every series, it's not just about one moment, it's about all of the moments combined. So the Celtics are doing everything you could ask them to do, but Harry, it's still going to take full context for us to know how to break all this down. No, I agree with you there. And when you look at, I would say, two of the losses that the Boston Celtics have had, two of those games have been fairly close. And they haven't handled those situations in the correct manner. We've seen some of that transpire in the Philadelphia 76ers series. Now, when you look at the Miami Heat, they have been able to win these close games. And the two wins that the Boston Celtics actually do have, those weren't close games. Those weren't close games. So if it comes down to the fourth quarter and the game is close, I believe right now in the Miami Heat more so than I do in the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I, I mean, what, what do I keep saying to you in every series? What star do I trust more? What coach do I trust more? What team can I trust to be more consistent? Right now, if you're just looking at the last six quarters, well, the answer is clearly the Celtics. But if I'm looking at the overall totality of what we've seen in a series, it's 3-2, forgetting how we got there. Which team has been more consistent throughout the course of it? Which star's been better? Which coach has been better? That's why I think the Heat are going to win this weekend. I think you should check out Kenny and Carlin coming next. Thanks for hanging out with Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. You've been listening to the Fitz and Harry Podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And you can watch on the ESPN app.